accepted your challenge of trying to make a friend. Okay. Oh, pardon Yeti. She's standing outside the door trying to also be on the podcast. She wasn't ready. She wasn't ready for you to start. I and, know. And now it's all of a sudden going and she just wants to be part of it. She does. Um, yeah. Do you have to go tell her to go see dad again? Yeah, but surely he'll get <laughs> around to grabbing her. Also, we just had a rain start because, of course, sorry to talk about weather again, but the rain just hasn't quit <laughs> since 2020 began, and yeah. it was actually well, rain not raining, snow. and literally we've hit record, and boom, it's raining outside. Um, okay, so back to, I actually did the friends making challenge, which was, you know, to OMG Yeti. Hold on. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm on the edge of my seat. I'm on the edge of my seat. I did not try my friend's making challenge. There was one person that seemed like they might be somewhat interested in having a new friend that was me. And it was, it was bartender. So I was like, nope, never mind. <laughs> That's a lie. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you got to you kind of got to steer clear of that crowd. Well, I know it. I know I do. Um and not just because of my own uh history with uh people in a bartender position, mm-hmm. but also because like I want to make friends that are kind of doing the same professional things that I am. For sure. And have the same I, type I of schedule even. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't I don't necessarily think that she wasn't, but I think that like it would probably be more likely because it was like the Super Bowl weekend. It was right uh, after we recorded. So she could just time. be like doing a quick side hustle making bank at a But bar probably for Super not. Bowl. <laughs> probably not though. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I was just because of the, the way that the bar was set up. And I was like, Oh, you're like seem to be engaging with like we try we tried peanut butter whiskey. And, um, and I guess it was like a thing there at okay. Screwball. Screwball is the name of the whiskey. It's terrible. And um, I said that it tasted like um, not peanut butter sandwiches, but I think they call them tagalongs now. I can't yeah, remember what they yeah, used yeah, to yeah, call yeah. them. Yeah, the Girl Scout yeah. cookies. Right. And Nate said, you know, and I thought it tasted like Garbage. peanut butter Captain <laughs> Crunch. No, <laughs> Captain Crunch. And like the bartender also like finished his sentence and was like, yes, it's definitely peanut butter Captain Crunch. And I was like. And uh, with a no. hint, there's just a hint <laughs> of a like mercury taste as your bloody <laughs> roof of your mouth it's is. got it's got this really great you know mouth feel of pain and um a little bit of depression a little yeah. bit of uh just you know it's aromatic it's it's uh it's it feels like crying so you were saying that you tried i did i did and so it it's started because with my job we've mentioned before i work with social media and um with it, I kind of work with a like human influencers and actually dog influencers, and nice. so it's great. Um, <laughs> and so to, to like log into or uh, uh, tag into places, right? And like come right, by this place and post it's just a super it. dog friendly destination. So sure. there's tons of people that want to travel with their dogs, so we hype it up with the dogs that hang out and go around and do all the fun doggy things. And anyway, there's a particular one that 
has tagged us for a long time and it's she's really cute. Her name is Melly. And we were Jordan and I were at one of the breweries hanging out and in comes in a dog that looks exactly like Melly. And I was like, right. Jordan, I think this is Melly. That dog is famous. And he <laughs> was like, Okay. And I yeah. said, I think I'm gonna go say hi. So I did. Right. And they, the owners were, like, super excited because we, like, messaged back and forth many times. Right, right. Except I was messaging as people. my business, not as myself. And they were messaging and, as your dog. So. Right. So we chatted for, like, 30 minutes and then, um, you know, have kind of stayed in contact since then because that was a couple of weeks ago. And sure. then last weekend... uh. And really, for exact time purposes, it doesn't matter. But when people listen to this, it would be two weekends ago. Uh, <laughs> we got a random snow. Um, uh, I'm sorry to bring up weather one more time, but an actual snow fall in Georgia. <laughs> right. And it was sticking. And so our dog, Yeti, is a husky who had never seen right. snow before. And all about, it. all about it, very excited. And so the and owner of Melly messaged and was like, Bet Yeti is like having the time of her life. And I'm like, She right. is. And right. then they said, Mom and Dad are thinking about warming up with a beer at Gate City later. And I was like, Oh my gosh, the oh dog is God. the wingman. <laughs> and so I'm like, Well, we were talking about going to the brewery later what if i didn't say like what if we meet you there i didn't want to be too intense i didn't want to come on right. too strong that's what we said we we're gonna keep it casual so i was it's like okay they played it on you right so <laughs> i said we plan on going too while we're there we'll keep our eyes out for you right no for your parents yeah for your, for your mom and dad the dog for your yeah. mom and dad because i'm talking do you to the dog. do you keep up the bit no do you talk to the dog no are you lying to me? Are you I mean, me? do I talk to the dog when I see the dog? I'm like, look at your sweet little face. I just can't. No, no, no. I but mean, no, when I'm actually messaging, I do not. <laughs> um, I don't know if I believe you because you also have a dog Instagram. So I don't know. I, mean, I know, that's, but. That's a certain breed of people. Pardon the pun. It is, but we, I, I, because we met, I'm like, I know who this is. Like. Hey, girl. <laughs> I don't so, need to say. So, <laughs> Hello, God dog. love Jordan. He, I'm like, oh my gosh. So we might be seeing them later. And he's right. like, okay. Friend date. And so we're there and he's like, do we see them? So we do a lap and we don't. And then we're right. there and then we keep our eyes peeled. And at one point he was like, I think that's Melly. And I was like, okay, I'll go do a lap. And that still wasn't them. And all of that to say, they <laughs> were never there when we were. <laughs> And I didn't make a new friend. You got stood up. I did. And I never heard anything. Like, I thought maybe they would get there and be like, hey, we're here. We missed you. You know, yeah. Yeah. So until next time, I'll try it again. I just really was like, oh, my gosh, the door is opening. And it's like the perfect scenario. I can't believe you got stood up by an Instagram dog. I mean, it's what what did I think I was getting into trying to hang out with a celebrity? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you really gotta you know, uh, 
<laughs> keep your keep your expectations. I was in gonna check say, you're, you're recognize with, recognize what I can actually get. I'm I'm I was looking at getting a friend that was a ten, and I'm really more yeah. like a friend who's a four. No, no, oh this. <laughs> I bet that dog is so embarrassed. Like owners, I told I was hooking this friendship up, <laughs> and and you made me look like an idiot. Now, now Marietta Social is never going to talk to me again. <laughs> so, yeah, I just what wanted to give everyone an update that I did try. Would love you to hear didn't. if anyone else they tried. Did. That's even more bullshit. Because, like, you... <laughs> like, it, I, I had this situation a lot with um, the one coworker of mine that, like, was around my age and, like, pretty similar, and mm-hmm. she moved back up to Canada. And she would do this a lot where she would be like, we are going to this thing. Come with. And I'd be like, yeah, sure. And then I'd get home and I'd be like, I don't want to. And, like, that, that is one thing. But then if you were like, I don't know, yeah, we might show up. But then the person never goes to the thing. I mean, what can you do when it's not like a structured thing? Yeah. When you're, oh, that's, oh, I'm sorry that that dog took a chance and, and that their owners suck. Yeah. I, you know, and hopefully they just, it wasn't that they were too afraid to drive on the roads or something. I, <laughs> I had my uh, Northern <laughs> Illinois husband to get me to said brewery. I didn't have oh to blink gosh. an eye, you know. Right, right. Nate, Nate drove us to um, look at a house in Ooh. what they call a snow squall out here. And, and it's what? A snow squall. Oh. S-Q-U-A-L-L. Uh-huh. Spell spellable champ right here um so they the snow squall was it started at four i think and it said that it was only supposed to go till like 4 30 of course then it was like seven and it was still happening but it's basically like um like a really quick blizzard oh like it just starts up and then like you can't see anything around you and oh, it's gosh. miserable yeah 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 and um and we weren't supposed to get it and we were like well i already i was like i I already set up like this tour and i don't know and and uh so it you know it ended up working out we ended up getting to go there but like if nate didn't have a work truck with four-wheel drive and snow tires we Uh would have been stranded there was like six to ten inches of accumulation within like an hour or two yeah, it was nuts. Um, but we got to see the house, and we got to see it in a snowstorm at night. So that's that's like two big checks off our list. Yeah, I'm like, like how would it how would it hold up? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We were like, it's holding heat really well. Huh. Is that normal? How how is it holding heat this well? So yeah. You know, just adult things that are definitely <laughs> something to bear in mind. Any of our younger listeners, yeah, that um. are that are gonna one day be looking at homes. Yeah, my biggest piece of advice to people um, is if you can schedule your inspection around a time where it's raining. I mean, that's not always possible because oh. you only have not you nice. have like just kind of a short window to get your inspection done. But if you can look. Right at the forecast ahead and if it happens to be raining on like thursday like like, try and schedule it that day just to see if there's any you know um 
leaks you need to worry about, that kind of thing that you don't always know unless it rains. Yeah. So. And this place only felt a little haunted, so that's good. Just it's like one of those things. Just enough to keep you on your toes. Yeah, just enough to like make me be like, well, we'll sage it though. <laughs> like I'm not a huge believer in that stuff, but like we'll we'll do a lap. Like we'll sage it. And we'll make sure, but um but it was pretty nice. Welcome to most likely the podcast. Yeah, golly, twelve and a half minutes in. Sorry, we didn't get there they in time. Knew what they were getting into. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> at this point, you guys, it's gonna be episode five. You've learned. You know, yeah, you well, know what you're hitting play for. <laughs> it's just us bullshit. So. Yeah, and yeah. talking about old memes. So yeah. we. Uh, well, she's Kendall. Yeah. Oh, I'm Kendall. Yes. Yeah, and I'm Gretchen. So we're we, the two people that we declared most likely to podcast from our high school, even though podcasting wasn't a thing when we were in high school. Who else do you think would have been most likely to podcast? Nina. Nina oh, would have been in the running. She would have been She's amazing. Got such a good. Radio um. So voice. let's say I could say like with Nina, I could see yeah. Caitlin. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. They would be a great yeah. team. Oh, I listen to that podcast every yeah. day of the week. Yes. I mean, I hope they don't put that many episodes out because quality would go down, but I'd still <laughs> listen. Um, we don't need competition, but like we would support. <laughs> I could see your brother Alex doing a podcast. Yeah. I don't know, it, it would be a lot more structured, I could see. Like, I could see... Yeah, could he'd see, be talking sports, or he'd be talking sales, or he'd be talking yeah. something that's... Motivational. Um, more motivational structured, instead yeah. of just, like, let's talk about feelings. And speaking oh, of... we're talking about feelings today? <laughs> yeah, and speaking of feelings, we want to have a conversation about self-esteem. And, like, Kendall, why it's... Kendall wants to have... A conversation about self-esteem. I, I put know. on a onesie for this one. So that gives you any indication of where I'm at in my life. Well, but that's what I think you would be surprised to hear that I've had self-esteem issues in the last year in a way that I'd never have before in my life. Last year. Is it tied to the friendship stuff? Totally. And I didn't yeah. realize that until this weekend when I was back with some of my really good friends and I just kind of started talking about it that... I have been experiencing these self-esteem issues like more. I have always had different things that I get anxiety over, but social anxiety has never been a thing for me. But now yeah. in the last, I don't know, year, um, I've really noticed more that I'm getting nervous and anxious to do things with other human beings that I would have never even thought twice about in the past. And so and one of my friends brought up a really good point. She said, do you think this all stems from this lack of community you feel like you have? That mm -hmm. at all times mm -hmm. you feel like you're trying to, uh, having to not put on a show, because I don't really think, even though I feel that way, I know that I go into every situation still being myself, but that I'm, sure. for the first time, really hoping, I hope they like me. Where right. in the past, it's been, 
if this person doesn't like me, who cares? I have all of these other people. Right. And do you see yourself doing that in, like, large events, structured events, or is it more the one-on-one thing? It's... Um, or even two-on-two, two, small groups, basically, right. is what I'm saying. I've noticed it in larger groups. Interesting. Yes. Because it's not like you at all, like you're saying. Right. Yeah. So, hmm. I... And that's kind of it for my portion of self-esteem. I have things that I want to talk about with it, but, like, in terms of what I'm struggling with, that's my thing. And it's just weird because I've never really had a problem with it before i've usually just i'm pretty okay with myself right well but, and i think it's interesting because um you know anxieties like that can come up at any time in your life it's yeah. not like anybody is i mean there might be people more uh, an age group that is more prone to it but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's exclusive to that group and totally. I, i'm sure if we researched it we'd see that there's a lot of that in um mid to late 20s probably just yeah as life changes there's a different podcast i listen to and she talks about she's in her early 30s right now still but she talks about how she's like i really came into myself at 27 and i just stopped caring what people think and i'm like wow it's like i hit 27 and like reverted back to so i had in my head that maybe it was just younger people and everyone else was like just starting to feel good and i'm the one that's like going backwards but so yeah in this case we're talking specifically about um uh self-consciousness in relation to social social situations yes right yeah and and forcing yourself to go into those social situations even though you feel self-conscious mm-hmm. yeah and yeah that's, a, that's an interesting thing to hear not necessarily because i think that you've been so removed from it but mostly just because you know you still go i don't think i've ever heard of you not going to something i guess i should say yeah has it ever stopped you from going out no um but it's been one example was I I went to a work thing and I ended up being the only one going and it was a larger event. And I've gotten to the point of living here and working throughout the community that I've gotten to know people and I know plenty of people and 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 like talking to them. So even though I was technically going yeah. without co-workers i knew i was gonna get inside and still know people but then i also knew i was gonna get inside and not know a bunch of people and that was the first time i was actually sitting in my car saying you have to go inside okay if you just go inside and you like are there for 15 minutes then and it's like not good you can leave like but you have to go inside and and what what was stopping you just the thought of having to make a good impression on those people or was it that you didn't want to socialize or you didn't feel prepared to socialize? I think it's a mixture of, um, 
what are they gonna think and also I don't want to because I'm starting to get burnt out of situations like uh, the dog parents of mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. that it's like I it's sort of the idea of I like do I have to go and put in all of this effort and then come out with with what being in right. the exact same boat I've currently been living in for all this time right. so that's and yeah so I mean no it hasn't it's stopped it has not stopped me from doing anything but it's made doing things which previously would have been no-brainers harder than before so um, and I'll have you know that that um as far as someone who went through that and mm -hmm. and is on the other side of it, mm -hmm. um, it becomes a lot more normal. And I'm sure that there's people out there listening that would agree, even if it is just two or three of you that say, you know, for for six months you were like, oh, I had to go out alone, and oh, I don't really want to do that. And yeah, I make small talk with whoever's behind the bar or whoever's, you know, at mm -hmm. the hostess stand or whatever, mm -hmm. but I'm not getting anywhere and I don't feel like I'm doing anything. And then that just kind of becomes like the okay. way that you live your life. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it, it doesn't make it easier, but it makes it, um, fine. But I think to the point of Aaron, shout out. Hi, Aaron. Um, <laughs> To the point that Erin made this weekend when she was saying, do you feel like this is spawned from the lack of community in your corner, like near you? And I, I, I think that's where she's totally right, that none of the factors really have changed. I used to go to these things anyway and have random small talk that didn't go anywhere after the fact. But that was OK with me because I didn't need anything more. Sure. Because I had my community. I had my friends near me. And now I just have my husband, basically, and a smattering of our friends. And a lot of them are guy friends, which I, like, if they're listening, um, I adore our guy friends. But we all know there's just something about a woman's friendship and being able to have girl time um, that I'm definitely lacking right now. And absolutely. And it's making me have struggles that I did not previously have. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally get it. I, um, <laughs> um, so obviously, you know, we've talked about how I don't have a whole lot of friendships out here and right. That, you know, I, 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 um, I used to be self-conscious about it and now it's just not part of my life, mm -hmm. um, which is different. But, uh, <laughs> this, this week, like you're talking about girl friend and a girl power and that kind of thing. And, and, uh, <laughs> my, my coworker and I, um, work at a construction company where on a daily basis we're called sweetie, hun, darling, whatever. Hot whole stuff. Litany. Not so much hot stuff, but oh. a whole litany of That's more That's what I'm catcalling from all the way in Georgia. 
<laughs> well, that's very polite of you, but I am out of shape. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, continue. Uh, you know, a point of pride and also a point of like, maybe I should reconsider my body image issues. Like, I'm probably the heaviest I've ever been. And that's pretty cool, like, for someone that's tried to put on weight for the last, I don't know, four um, years? I was going to say years? four or five years. Yeah. Um, but it's also like, obviously you get to a point where you're like, wait, but is this, I don't, I don't know. None of my clothes fit. Um, anyway. So this uh, worth it? Now I have to go shopping. (laughs) It was not even that. It's like, oh, do I actually like myself looking like this? And, and, um, that'll be something that I'm sure I'll, I'll hit on here in a second. But I was going to say, I have, I have thoughts, but go ahead. Yeah. So, so. We're in this space where we're constantly being reminded of our own gender and our own um, uh, uh, presuppositions that come with that, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will probably get in trouble for this or at least get somebody else in trouble with this. But um, uh, my my like the owner of our company has like a pinup in his office oh. and we go down there for a meeting okay. every week and we have to stare at this like uh very attractive blonde tanned ass <laughs> we're like great we I'm, are constantly i was gonna say i'm going. genuinely shocked by this yeah right <laughs> so so um we redid the bathroom of our building um mostly well I hope he doesn't listen to this, but mostly because uh, our male coworker that now works in this building, ever since I've been there, it's been all women, but this male coworker started working in this building in the last, I don't know, a couple months or probably six, eight months, and uh, he, <laughs> a little bit of a gross out alert, but he like dribbles pee of course. when he, yeah, you know, it, I don't know how or why or why he can't pay attention to that kind of thing, but he does. Um, because he's a man and everybody should clean up after him. <laughs> yeah, right? He's the kind so of man we... with a pinup doll on his... No, no, no. Now, this is a co-worker. This isn't the owner, so... Oh, okay. I'm Different sorry. guy. Yeah, different guy. Different guy. But still gross. And um, he's not the kind of guy with a pinup, but it's, like, adjacent. It's pinup adjacent. So, um... So we were like, well, we want to get, like, a mat that, like, we can put in front of the toilet. And we were looking for, like, dog piss pads. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, the kind that, like, mm-hmm. potty training your dog. And then we were, I was like, well, why don't we go to, like, Big Lots and get, like, a fuzzy pink mat? <laughs> and then it became a full ladies, like, makeover oh, God. for this bathroom. Yes. It is the best. It's it, it. I go in there now, and I'm like, I feel happy in this bathroom. I don't feel comfortable because I'm not this type of woman. Like, this is not who I am. We this need a rainbow. picture of this bathroom for the photo <laughs> of this podcast. I, like, wrote on the mirror in pink Expo marker, like, you got this, and, like, don't let your dreams be dreams. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> we have this board at the back that says girl power. Right, and it has little clips that light up, like clothes clothespin clips uh-huh. that light up, and we pinned up um, men, like <laughs> like hot pinups men. of men, <laughs> of like them doing ironing and cooking. Oh, <laughs> amazing! Yeah, this is like, amazing. Just decked out this whole this whole space, and I I like. 
I, as I said, I'm not that woman. Like, I'm not this type of woman that wants pink potpourri. and frilly and yeah. Yeah. And even just my level is potpourri <laughs> to the pink and frilly level. It's like, I don't know if the bathroom stinks, it stinks. So I'll just deal with it. And it's called waste and we all do it. <laughs> yeah, right. Although he stinks a lot. So it's it's nice. Yeah. But um, like, um, you know, there's a board that says believe in your selfie. Anyway, um, so, so uh, I'm not this woman, but engaging in this like uh uh resistance to uh-huh. this male dominated field yeah. that we both have had to deal with here for a little bit it's just been nice yeah <laughs> it was just fun and i can like talk to her about everything that's going on in my life cuz she's a lot older than me and she can just give me advice or just listen or whatever yeah. and like like it is just it is just different when you're like talking to a woman versus talking to a man absolutely and and, um it's 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 honestly helped like a little bit in the i mean she there was only a couple months there maybe one uh or two where there wasn't a woman working like directly in my vicinity of my work Mm -hmm. um but um it's just it as far as self-esteem in a professional sense yeah having having an ally in that has has been really helpful good um and it's it's gotten me to the point where you know i can apply to some other jobs and and feel good about you know my abilities in a way that um yeah, well, abilities. Okay. <laughs> I won't go as far as to say worth. Um, but yeah, it was definitely something that um, gave us a little bit of a confidence boost. Yeah. So, you know, anybody that's looking for a confidence boost tip, um, change your surroundings. It'll help a lot. Yeah. Put up things that not necessarily like motivate you or inspire you, but just make you happy i was gonna say things that make you happy and this is part of it this has been a really big um help for me it just you and i sitting down and actually doing this and actually like getting feedback from people yeah? yeah that's great yeah this is this has helped a lot it's and um you know one of the things that i've said in a few of the different posts and a few of the different podcasts is one element of this this whole thing that I'm hoping happens is that people feel less alone. And I think I became brave enough to talk about how I've been feeling this weekend because I'm realizing that I'm not actually alone. You know, I had myself convinced, like I said, that this other person was like, yeah, 27, I finally came into myself and stopped caring about what people think. And I'm like, oh, no, somehow I, like, <laughs> jumped back, like, 10 years, and now I care yeah. what people think. So this but is... that's different. That's different because you it totally still is. know who you are. I That's that true. You're just exhausted by being, honestly, like, kind of rejected yeah. over and over and over yeah. again. And, and that, that can definitely put you off to 
wanting to be involved with anything like that. Sure. Yeah. Um, mine is, was mostly professional. I feel pretty good about that now. Yeah, I'm glad to um, hear that. Yeah, and, and a lot of it was me asking this woman at work because she is my equal. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been there for a couple of years and they were talking about moving me up and, and I asked her, you know, you are an older woman. Um, if I was your boss if i was you know your your team leader so to say Mm -hmm. um would you feel comfortable with that and she's like absolutely and um and i went out into the field for a little bit um and i I work in construction so uh i'm mostly in the office all the time besides going out to work uh to like a meeting on site once a week for two hours um but we ended up in a spot, and I remember the meeting, we ended up in a spot where basically this project wasn't finishing when it was supposed to, and this other one was scheduled to start. And they said, maybe this this uh, superintendent, which, spoiler alert, he got fired. Oh. So just bear that in mind as you <laughs> listen to this. But he was supposed to come and, and, and work this next project. And he was not doing so hot whenever this was supposed to start. Uh, the, the next one was supposed to start. And and they said, well, maybe we can just send him over there and let that project that he's supposed to be finishing, let's just let that run. And I just, like, in the middle of this meeting, across from the pinup poster, said, <laughs> like, like, obviously that's not going to happen. It, someone's going to have to go down there. It's going to have to be me, and I'm going to have to start the project. And, like, no one said anything. <laughs> And I was like, it's, there's, there's no way around it. Guys. No. I'm like, you don't have anybody to do it. I'm going to have to do it. And, uh, and I did, I worked on that project on site for two months. Yeah. And, um, and there were a couple times where I called my boss's boss and I said, I could do this job better than these people that I'm having to rely on right now. Mm -hmm. So if you want to fire them, go ahead. I will take their job. (laughs) And that is not something that I have ever felt compelled or bold enough to do. Not even uh, comfortable. Not even uh, had any um, uh, confidence in yeah. in the work that I do and and the and the 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 memory that I have and the um oh I don't know what that word is which is kind of surprising for me but the um self-assuredness yeah in like okay. a professional sense uh-huh. like being able to walk into a meeting and tell the people what needs to be communicated mm-hmm. I guess is is the the um situation that i'm trying to describe and i had i had never felt that way (laughs) and um and it's it's continued through this job it's supposed to finish up here in the next week or so um this was back in october to now so about four months that has just completely changed my perspective of myself in my industry yeah um for the longest time i thought that right i've walked into meetings and I've seen how people react when they realize that they've been communicating with a young woman. Right. And I've said this to all of my 
my employers and and coworkers and everything. I've been like, I've seen that look. Mm-hmm. I've seen that look when they're like, oh, that explains it, or oh, that's all I'm up against. All right, like I don't really need to pay attention to this, and um, and I I've I've come up better from it. Yeah, and yeah, and it's it's really changed my perspective on on myself. So at least professionally, I feel a little better. <laughs> okay. And I'm um, super pumped to hear that. Um, yeah. But you knew what it was is changing. Yeah, I mean, I did. And and I, yeah, separately offline, I, I told you that I was really excited to hear where your mind was getting towards work in general. And yeah. your outlook on it. And that means a lot of just... things. But... Um, I had a a phone screen last week. It yeah. Like, okay. Well, yeah. I didn't want to say it if you didn't <laughs> if you thought people might listen. But yes, and I'm like so care. excited for you <laughs> that you're um gonna branch out. It might even be that as you branch out, you find that you're like where you're at is I don't want to say as good as it gets, but uh, this might be worth doing for a little while longer. But Right. You actually reaching out to something else to say, no, I, I'm capable of other things other than just putting up with the same junk, different day. You would have uh, been pretty proud of me in yeah. this in this phone interview because because we get to the end of it and and it would it had already gone really well and. Um, and the the woman that was interviewing me, or at least like screening me, I don't know if you could, it, I don't know if you could call it a real interview. There's still like an in face interview probably in the next couple months, but mm-hmm. if if this is where I end up going with it, you know, like you were saying, yeah. But um, <laughs> we get to a point where she's like, "Well, is there anything else that you want me to like write down? Is there anything else that you think maybe sets you apart from somebody that has the same, um, the same." experience that you do and uh she said i don't i don't necessarily mean you know i want to hear something more recent i don't want to hear some project that you did you know a while ago right and i wasn't even thinking of a project at that point because that's not how my brain works in interviews which is not great but um i i said you know um i i said this i said i think that the thing that would set me apart from anybody else that was coming in about my level is that um from like uh the college years up until now um i i am dedicated to like a writing craft i said in in college it was the newspaper right and then now i continue to write you know professionally and technically but also personally and creatively Mm -hmm. and i said that style of communication has come with me through all of this (laughs) and and I've said it I've actually said it to the editor of the newspaper before um that I worked for in college where I was like hey um the newspaper stuff has helped me more than you know thanks for being my boss thanks for being really good at being a boss and she was like you helped me just as much and I was like bullshit (laughs) well and I love hearing that because Really, that is something incredibly unique about you, and I'm really proud that you would be, like, sharing that with somebody. 
But I love that outlook of this is just a, at the time when you sign up to do the newspaper, it was just a thing. Mm -hmm. And how that thing has changed your life. I mean, it's 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 just a completely different um, perspective, especially yeah. um, among people our age. I don't want to bad talk millennials too much mm-hmm. because we're actually kind of great. Don't worry, guys. Yeah, we are. You got it. Um, but uh, but we do hate talking on the phone, mm-hmm. and um, and that was one of the things that like at the newspaper. You couldn't really do that. Like, you had to call people, and you had to schedule meetings, and then Absolutely. you had to build those meetings, and you had to interview those people. Yeah. And you had to ask some hard questions, and you had to, like, uh, come into it with a different perspective. Because if you didn't, then um, then you end up just being a, a publicity stunt for the school. And that wasn't necessarily something that we wanted to do when we were as, working as the editing team there. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so what did she say to that? She said, communication uh, as a skill for an engineer is hard to come by. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) And I I said, yeah, yeah, it is. I said, and it's just proved invaluable in construction, um, getting the message across to people uh, through written text, through talking i said communication is just something that i i pride myself on yeah it's just something that i i feel like i'm i'm good at yeah me too and, uh, yeah right <laughs> being able to talk to people and 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 in your case that's probably where a lot of your your um self-consciousness your anxiety is coming from is because you feel like you're communicating in a certain way and that you're good at it and then it's just not and it's still nice. not enough received yeah yeah well well. and you know i haven't had as many fears professionally but i did have more fears in high school with um feeling smart enough yeah and i still don't know where that came from but well it's because it's because in school you're taught that being smart and being capable is being able to ace tests and to you know, taking AP classes yeah. and all of those things. And that none of that was me. I didn't take a single AP class. I did not ace test, really. I have test anxiety, so that didn't go well. Um, and so I just genuinely thought that I was dumb until pretty much going to college and getting surrounded by just different things and, and being congratulated for my different skills such as my communication skills and my ability to form relationships and all of that and that's where I realized wait I'm not dumb I'm just my skills are different than someone who can take a test and when have I ever had to take a test in my adult life I mean, I've gone through some testing times, but not a physical sit down at a piece of paper and tell me the answer type test. And so. But then you, then you, you assigned your self-worth to that single trait of communicating and relationship building or two traits, I guess you could say. But that's, 
obviously not who you are as a whole, as a person. And like, so when you do put all of your self-worth eggs in that basket, of course you're going to feel like you're not, I don't know, um, making the strides that you always considered yourself to be able to make. Mm -hmm. Because obviously that's not where your talents begin and end. And on some level, I'm sure you know that. You're yeah, I would just say that, that those really are two of my top. And Sure. But yeah, I, it's not the only thing to me. It's just... Uh, I don't even want to say the best things because I'm sure that's not the right answer. But it is some of the best things about me. And it's, it's crazy because this is the exact opposite that I thought this conversation would go. Oh, yeah, that you thought it was going to be us, like, digging into you. We'll do that, yeah. too. Well, I think we should probably. Yeah, what well, if we not... made this a two-parter? Yeah, let's do a two-parter. I love that idea. Cool. All right, so we're at 45 minutes. Let's say bye. Yeah. And then let's just keep talking. Well, I think I might have to pause because I think Jordan has made dinner. Oh. Um, oh okay. <laughs> either way let's hit pause and uh we're gonna keep talking offline <laughs> about whether we're gonna continue this conversation now or pick it up Abrupt like tomorrow stop. oh what a cliffhanger guys yeah what a cliffhanger except for, for all of you it was gonna have to be a cliffhanger for them anyway because they had to wait a week in between true true <sighs> stay Man, tuned guys. to figure out what just grinds uh gretchen's self-esteem years wait no i changed my mind we're not gonna do a two-parter okay i'll talk to you later (laughs) bye (laughs) bye